Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace and Tyler Hudson. Tyler, yesterday we were talking about God and country, you know, we got talking about gun laws. Lawnmower and, uh, blades. Yeah, lawnmower blades. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget that. All right, okay. Using some form of a, of a, of a weapon, the Bible does tell us in Luke that you know, a strong man armed keepeth his, his house in safety. Yeah. And, um, and so there are some scriptural uh, guidance. I wouldn't say commands, but guidance to... Be wise. Use some protection. The Bible said also in chapter Luke chapter 22, if you don't have a sword, go sell some garments so that you can go buy a sword. Here's the thing. There's a conversation that was done at the dinner table here with a family member here not too long ago. And, you know, very avid about keeping his guns. And and the question is, do we, do we disobey? Is there a place that we can disobey our government? Well, yes, if our government is telling us to do something that is contrary to what God told us to do, commanded us to do, like uh, the apostles, they were told by the government, don't preach anymore. Well, you know, I'm sorry, we're going to obey God and not man. And so there's a place to disobey. But in taking away guns, you were part of that conversation, and I thought this might make for a good teaching opportunity here on our radio program. The point that was made at the table is that the laws that are being made are unlawful laws. Yes. There are different administrations that don't even have the power in the United States to make laws. The ATF, for example, the arms... Was that arms trade and or alcohol, tobacco, firearms? Alcohol, that's yeah. it. Yeah, they're now making laws. They don't have the power to make laws. They're just uh, an administration to execute the laws that are made. It is the legislators that have the power to make laws. <clears throat> yeah, and whatever the Constitution doesn't deal with, then the laws then give to the states to make laws. Okay, but the Constitution has dealt with the area of arms here in America. And very clearly in the Second Amendment, it gives the people the right to bear them mm-hmm. and they shall not be infringed. Okay? And there are many laws saying, well, you can have arms, but you can't have bullets. You know? Or you can't hold any more than these bullets and you can't have this kind of arm and, and you know, a gun or, or whatever and stuff. Well, that's infringement. They're making laws that are that are breaking these laws. And that's why there are some people out here as citizens yeah. that are saying, these laws are unlawful, and I'm not going to obey them. So it's not that they're saying that they're not going to su- su- submit to the law. They're saying the laws that are being passed are not uh, legal. But here's the, here's the problem. If our Supreme Court backs up these laws and interprets these laws as legal, then, you know, that's the final word. I don't think we've got any wiggle room in that area. And uh, that's becoming the, because we've we set up a situation in our legal case, in our laws here in this country, to leave the final word. If there's questions, if there's doubts, those questions go to the Supreme Court, and they make the decision, and then whatever their decision is will be the law. 
Well, let me let me let me just put the spotlight on you, okay? Okay. Uh -huh. The worst case scenario happens. <clears throat> Excuse me. The worst case scenario happens. All these things come to fruition, and you are no longer uh, governmental law says you are no longer allowed to own a firearm. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Biblically, what are yeah. we supposed to do? Okay, we're to submit to the higher power. This is not an issue in my book over the government telling me to do something that God said I can't do. There. And so, therefore, we have to obey that. You know. So, so if, even if though we mentioned down, those... We mentioned because, those the verses the other day, though, that, that talked about the right to be able to to uh, protect our family and all that. But, but because that's not a commandment, we're saying we would give our guns up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see that as a commitment. When I lived overseas, I wasn't allowed to own a gun. I submitted to the laws of that land. Okay? Uh, and say, well, I'm an American. You know, well, the Constitution doesn't apply over there, and you can't interpret your Bible there to say I have a right to a gun because it didn't even say a gun it said a sword you know the idea is a weapon you know so I can find in other ways to protect my my home my family and so on there and uh, with that. and here here's what I think worries me about about Christians today if something like that happens if it gets to a point where they do make it where we are no longer allowed to have guns my fear is that there are a lot of Christians in the world that will, will have be angry about it, number one. And I can understand that, right? Mm -hmm. But anger not dealt with in a biblical, biblical way turns into bitterness, and that is absolute 100% sin. And what happens is, is if we're not careful as Christians, we can get our eyes so set on government and the things that they do wrong that we're not remembering to go to God's word and we're not remembering that God's in control of all things and, and I'm going to read that verse in Proverbs 21.1 you said well Tyler why aren't you worried about that the Bible says in Proverbs 21.1 the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water he turneth it whithersoever he will that's why I'm not worried about it because my God is still in control he, he can uh, he, he, like I, I mentioned in, in Daniel uh, chapter 2 and 21, he, he puts kings where they are and he removes them from where they are. And so what, what my fear is, is that, you know, and here, here's, here, let, me, let me just say this too. I'm not, I don't know about you, I'm not shocked that things are getting worse. I'm not. I mean, you read the book of Revelations, at sometimes things are going to get very bad. Am, am I right? I mean, the Bible's, yeah. the Bible's warned us about that. The Bible teaches us that expectations are to come from men. In Psalms 118.8, it says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. In Psalms 6.5, it says, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. You know what I expect, honestly, to happen within our government? I expect things to get worse. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That's the truth. Now, am I supposed to just, you know, lay down like a rug and let them walk all over me? Absolutely not. But I also don't want to have anger and bitterness in my heart and be and be a a, a political person without being a biblicist first. And that's my concern, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a duty to be the patriot that we need to be for our countries. 
a country that we live in. You know, if you're in Canada, if you're in Europe, if you're here in the United States, you ought to do everything you can to try to make your country what it should be within the laws of the land and uh, uphold, um, you know, the uh, uphold righteousness, do everything you can to get elected godly people. Uh, but at the end of the day, when things don't go your way, and government starts uh, becoming more wicked, and uh, and tomorrow, in tomorrow's show, I want to I want us to talk about what happens if you have evil leaders and so forth. There, I want to talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer, you know, because he he you know, preacher in Germany had to deal with this question: If I had the opportunity to kill an evil, wicked man like Hitler, should I do it? You mm-hmm. know, and um, and so. Anyhow, back, 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 back to our, our question. See, that that's the thing is that, you know, in these elections that are going on right now, uh, honestly, um, <clears throat> I used to get really um, too, I, I, I guess the word, too caught up in it. You know, when, when good lost and evil won, okay? I pray every, every year, God... Please don't give this nation what it deserves. Have mercy and give it what it needs. Give us godly people in government. And I see evil reigning, you know, just about, you know, most of the elections these days. And I fight for the right, you know, the to, to get a good candidate in and stuff. But when we don't get it, I kind of shrug my shoulders and say, okay, God, I guess you're giving us what we deserve. And there may come a time that our laws will take away uh, the guns of America, there'll be a, probably a big fight when that happens. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, it will because people will see that as the loss of our freedom of our nation. But one thing you don't see us in Bible prophecy, America is not there. Something happens to America that's going to remove America from its number one spot in the world. We're going to get kicked on our keister, and it will either be our own stupidity that will destroy us, a fight and a civil war or something that will destroy us. I don't know if it's you know if a power could come in and take us down. I think we're too strong there, but we've let uh, the enemy come within, uh, live within us, and destroy us from within. And uh, and as a result of that, I see we we're coming to the end of the United States of America as we know it. I think that's going to happen, probably in my lifetime. Yeah, and and let me let me let me say this too. Um... I can't stress this enough, and, and some of the things that you just said have, have led, me, led me to believe or think on this thought. Other people are watching how you respond to things. I've got two children now, uh, young kids. And it's not just if you're a father and have kids, okay? But, but when you're a father and you do have kids, you think about this a lot. Man, my kids are watching what I do. They're watching what I say. The world is watching. You say you're we're Christians, right? And and we've we come out and we tell people that. And and sometimes what happens is these sort of things ha- you know happen that make us angry and we act just like a lost person. And we fly off the handle and we and we get mad and we get bitter. And now now when I read God's word, when I read uh the gospels, there are there are a few times where I've seen that Jesus is flipping over the tables and and doing things like that. But far more often, what I see is I see these situations where they trap him, and and I and I, I always think to myself, okay, if this if they trap me like this, this is what I would do, man. I would I would take that stone and I would pop him in the head, you know, right there, and I would do all these crazy things. But Jesus, 
let me let me say something about him. He he was always meek. He was always lowly. He never even even when when he was being accused of things that weren't right, even when uh, things were going wrong, he always responded in a spirit of meekness. He he and and in my opinion, you tell you correct me if I'm wrong. I want you, I want you to do that. I. I think that the way that we react to things, not just the gun things, but things in general, it matters. And someone's always watching you. And you can hurt your testimony if we as Christians do not respond in the way that we ought to. Again, I'm not saying be a rug that people can just walk all over you. But but understand that the way that you respond to these things matters. Yeah. You know, you know when we're being attacked, you know, the Bible says, you know, turn the other cheek. You know, but it doesn't mean that we got to keep turning the cheek and keep be- beating down. You know, we need to give the opportunity to, you know, that, that it actually deals with being insulted and stuff there rather than being attacked. But the the idea here, though, is that let, let me close with these with these sayings there. I'm going to change gears a little bit. I have to live my life in to some extent into two realms. I'm a preacher. I have to always keep in mind in how I conduct myself and the decisions I make because it is an example to other people. There's some things I get to do as a citizen, but there's some things I can't do because I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a preacher, I can't do some things if I were just a pure citizen because my choices influences others because they don't see me just as a citizen. They also see me as a preacher and my leadership there affects others. And so, and like you said, as a father, you know, you have to keep those things in mind because others are watching you. Right. Well, that's uh, we're out of time there, but we're going to talk a little bit more about what happens if your government becomes wicked and you've got a wicked leader. We'll talk about that in tomorrow's broadcast. So join us then at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.